The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the sponsor, Key Marine Center. Good morning, and thank you for tuning in to Pep Talk, Pensacola's expert panel. This time we're going to be talking to Jeff. Now, Jeff is uh, with uh, Boat Smart. He's hosting, sitting in for Stefan. He is the Marine District Service Manager for Yamaha, and he does dealer and customer support. Basically, he kind of does it all, right, Jeff? Well, I don't know if you. I knew you were saying that. Yes, I yes. knew, of but course. you do a lot. You have a lot going on to keep our boats up and running. Well, we are we are very fortunate. We live in an area that everyone um, who can and wants to. The, this is a boating lifestyle community yeah. along the Gulf Coast. It's it's just we are fortunate to live in an area where we've got these blue green waters and white sandy beaches and and lots of boating weather for most of the year. So dodging dodging storms, obviously this time of year, but very fortunate, uh, but very sorry about the the people who recently had um, issues yeah. in the in the bend of Florida. Yeah. But yes, I am the district service manager of um, for the area, which is basically the area service rep for Yamaha Outboards, which I'm dealer support, customer support, um, kind of help all the technicians in the area to. To, to fix and, and repair and diagnose properly and to do business with customers in a good customer service form. We're trying to get all of our boating um, dealerships just to kind of follow. We're, we follow kind of behind the car industry. We, we're lacking a little bit, but, um, but we're trying to do a better job and trying to get everybody to do a better customer service. I mean, these are luxury products. They're, they're a lot more expensive now than they used to be. Mm-hmm. But um, but I did want to give a shout out to Stefan Schmidt, who is normally the host of, of Boat Smart. I'm sorry you're not going to get to get to spend time and hear from him today, but I'll see if I can I can do a little bit to fill his shoes and try to answer any questions. But uh, Stefan is the is the um, marine technology instructor at George Stone yeah. George Stone Technical College, and that's on 2400 Longleaf Drive in, uh, here in Pensacola. That's not the only um, program they have. They have just tons of things like computer science, um, some nursing-related things, um, health-related, computer-related, welding, auto mechanics, aviation, you name it. There's just a good technical school there in the sense as, as well. Uh, their website is georgestonecollege.edu. They also have a chat feature. Um, but anyway, Stefan is not here because he's celebrating his his anniversary. So we wish happy anniversary, Stefan. Yeah, wish wish him and Stephanie a, a great weekend. It is sponsored today by Key Marine Center in Northwest Florida, and they're located on fifty six twenty one Bower Road in Pensacola, close to the Perdido Bridge. Uh, their phone number is 850-492-0487, and their website is www.keymarinecenter.com. Uh, Key Marine Center is your Yamaha, Mercury, and Suzuki Repower Center. Uh, they do have special discount pricing on Yamaha, Mercury, and Suzuki Motors. Uh, Key Marine also just received two Yamaha F-150 
outboards in stock that are looking for a new home. Uh, and they are one of the dealers that has one of the most pretty well-stocked parts departments in the area as well. And uh, I know from a Yamaha standpoint, they've got at least at least two Yamaha master technicians on board as well. Um, they, they keep up on their training. Very, um, very just a, a good dealership also. So, um, and they specialize in service and repair on Mercury, Mercruiser, Yamaha, and Suzuki products and just boat products in general. Um, anyway, check them out on Facebook also. I would say that, um, you know, today I'd like to just offer a couple things we're going to do today on the show is, is um, of course, the phone number here for the, for the show. You can call in and ask questions about, you know, your, your boat, your, your engine. Uh, the phone number for that is 850-437-1620. That's 850-437-1620. Jan, is that call or text? Or? Well, no, you can call. Uh, you can call and text. Texting is I'm right here, I'm on it, and I can share it with Jeff immediately, 850-437-1620. We would love for you to be a part of this conversation. Any questions? I know that uh, Stefan mentioned last week that you really kind of don't have to shut down your boat. We don't get that much of a winter here. You don't have to winterize your boat. He was saying something about checking the motor, checking the gas level, take it for a ride because we don't get that much cold weather we're lucky that it only only gets maybe down to freezing maybe once or twice during the winter but um unlike inboard engines or stern drive engines where it's a lot more important to do the winterization for freeze damage uh, the outboard motor for the most part as long as you um, have kept it flushed out and all the water passageways are clear and you leave the engine in the down vertical position maybe not trimmed under negatively but don't leave it trimmed up some people how you have to trim the motor tilt the motor up to tow it down the road Uh, we recommend that you just bring it down to what i call a a vertical perpendicular to the ground position and all the outboard motors are basically designed to self-drain so all the water drains out so you would not have an issue of any freeze damage as long as you do that Uh, but then the most important thing is uh, you know, whether you do your service in the fall before you put it up or whether you do it in the spring, um, we like to recommend that you would, you can do it either way, but we, we, and most of the shops would recommend more so in the fall. As things start to slow down, the shops have more time. If you wait yeah. till the spring, you start having good weekends, then they're busy and then you're back in the schedule. You're yep. way back in the schedule. So get it done. And then also getting your oils and lubes changed out. With the combustion product process of the engines, you've got acidic uh, tendencies that form in the in the oils and chemicals. So it's best to get that out of there and get fresh oil in there. And it's also a good time to make sure you don't have any water that's seeped into your lower unit or gear case, because as if it sat there with water in it, then it can do irreparable damage. Uh, a lot of times, the oil and water is mixed together, and the lubes today have some have some additives in it that'll that will at least keep it emulsified so you still have some protection. Same thing with the engine oil. That's why you use a marine-grade engine oil, not something you get from the automotive parts store because the additive package is, is a lot different. Uh, it has to do, I mean, just, just in general, uh, 
the way we run our car, 1,500 RPMs, 2,500, 3,000 RPMs, where a boat runs five or 6,000 RPMs, and you run it hard, and you put it up wet, so to speak. Oh, I've never heard that uh, concerning a boat motor. I've heard it regarding a horse, road hard, put up wet. Sure. That is a great analogy. And for new boat owners, just say that we're novice. We're, we're, this is our first boat. We really don't have all the information we need. Here's one thing that I've learned. I don't have a boat, but I've learned watching friends and family. You plan for a great boat day. You got all your food ready. Everybody's meeting at one spot. And you haven't had your boat serviced all year. And it won't crank. And there's then all the issues start rolling in and take your day south very quickly. Very quickly. So what do they need to do? To make sure this doesn't happen. Well, it's 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 a lot different than just hopping in your vehicle and running yep. down to the store. You've you've you're you're out on the water and you're it's it's right up there in my in my book as as like as if you were getting on a, a plane to go fly. There's just a checklist you really need to yep. do. It's it's uh your battery needs to be charged, your fuel needs to be uh in, in good shape. There is a um we do recommend using in addition to some other products, but fuel conditioner and stabilizer, Yamaha has, and there's very other, various other companies and products that have it depending on what brand of motor you have. But if you'll follow the, the directions on each of these bottles, the mixture ratios are a little different. Uh, you can mix it for what we call just a standard running or what we call for storage. In the fall, I would start using it in the storage ratio so that you, I mean, life happens. You're not going to, you just don't, you can't plan for when you know when the weather's going to turn then life gets busy and the holidays come and next thing you know your boat's sat up and you haven't prepared it so but but back to your question on getting things ready for the day it's you know start it up on the uh, you know with with water connected to it um to, from a flush standpoint and just to make sure the thing runs make sure the batteries are up make sure you got all your safety gear your life jackets your your anchors your your fire extinguishers, your your safety equipment, your your dock lines, all of that, so you're ready to go. And then uh, then all you can do is then what you can do is just enjoy and relax. And that is supposed to be what you do on a boat, unless you're fishing, right? I mean, I I love it. I That's love enjoyment fishing. too. I do, I was gonna say, I mean, relaxing. But I don't know. I love fishing, so I'm not on the spectrum of people that don't get that. I grew up fishing what i love to do deep sea river i don't care give me some water and give me a pole and it's going to be a good day unless and i have experienced this too it's really fun to be floating out in perdido river when your boat dies because you hadn't done all the checks that that's a blast well, especially as it gets towards towards the evening and yeah. the mosquitoes start Isn't coming that out. Fun? Don't you want to do that? No, you don't. No. You want to listen to Jeff's advice on this. For your comments, you can text 850-437-1620. Well, hopefully you don't have that that scenario and hopefully you get to use your boat enough that uh, that you don't have to worry as much. Um, I will say that in most cases, as long as you use your boat pretty regular and don't let it sit up, that tends to be what happens is neglect and, and not using it more so that's detrimental, especially to the fuel system. Yeah. Um, it's, um, and I will say that um, before the end of the show, we're going to have a, um, a, um, a little giveaway. I'm going to do a little trivia question so we can get you to um, 
to respond. So um, I'm going to have a Yamaha trivia question that I'll ask in just a little bit. And Key Marine, who's sponsoring the show, they're going to actually give away a, um, uh, a T-shirt and a hat. I believe it's going to be a Yamaha T-shirt and a hat. So, uh, and I don't know if they got anything else, but at least that and that, you know, whoever actually answers correctly will we'll just need to go to Key Marine in person and, uh, and, and pick it up. So we'll ask that here in just a little bit, so stay tuned. Uh, I did want to let you know that George Stone Technical College, where, where Stefan Schmidt normally is, uh, is the instructor, they are, uh, Yamaha has, has partnered up with about 115 or more tech colleges around the country uh, just to address the issue of, of the shortage of good, just, just skilled labor, technical technical jobs uh, and in the marine business that tends to be one of the biggest things whenever I go to every dealer and and actually just say what do you need what can I help you with and the and the usually the question is do you do you know where I can find a good qualified technician or do you even know where I can find an entry-level person that I could that I could teach and bring up well programs like George Stone's uh, marine technology program are it is one of the best in the country in the sense of what Yamaha feels like. Out of these hundred, I'm fortunate to say that I'm involved with, with Stefan's program. He does a fabulous job. It just He's got years, you know, almost as many years or right about the same amount of years as I have in the boat business too. So he's seen quite a bit um, and knows even the old product and the new product. Uh, this program is also using the new technology. It's They've got the new Yamaha and Mercury digital controls. Uh, new technology engines. It's not your grandfather's grandparents' motors. That's that everybody's working that they're working on, and it's not relatable. This is very relatable stuff, and uh, and this school I'm I'm proud to say is probably one of the top five schools that Yamaha supports in the country, and they're right here. So Stefan does an awesome job. We do have a a question. Sure. On a 2005 Yamaha 225, the ECM hours do not match the gauge hours. Which one should I trust? The on on that year model of engine, um, our command link data, which more of the new new technology engines actually have um, a, a, a direct connection to the ECM, where you can see that information on your gauges. 2006 is when that when that happened. 2005 is right. Late 2005 is when that happened. So, if your gauge is a an actual what we call it's an LCD gauge, but it is analog technology, then that one that the gauge hours are going to be different than what the engine is. Um, that is actually if that gauge is the key's been left on, or if um, if there was another engine on the boat prior to this or anything like that, then that would be those gauges, gauge hours aren't resettable except for just the maintenance on them. But a, but a dealer um, can have, you know, hook up diagnostic equipment to it and tell you the hours every time they service it. So I would, I, if your engine is different than what's on the gauge, I would, I would trust what's on the engine. Uh, there are rare cases where it might show something really strange like, 9,000 hours or something, and then there's something wrong with the, the ECU. But if it's fairly close, then I would trust what's in, from the engine ECU. All right. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you for that. 
Good. If you have any comments, questions for Jeff, 850-437-1620. It's Boat Smart. Jeff is in for Stefan Schmidt, who is celebrating his anniversary. And Jeff Crane is the Marine District Service Manager. And he's the dealer and cu- customer service support. He's an area service rep for y- Yamaha Outboards. And if you, here's what I've learned. I don't have a boat but I've been on many boats. Get it prepared. Check it. Get it serviced. And also, you need to have a, it's just like your car. You need to have a service center that you can trust, that is trustworthy. And I know that, yeah, because that's key, because you don't want to just take your boat just anywhere. You want somebody who's going to treat you right, not sell you something you don't need, and you're going to be stuck out in Perdita River, right? Correct. Okay. Correct. And that's what you offer. Well, and that's and you a good pun there. You said uh, it's very key, and as a result, our our sponsor, <laughs> Key Marine. I'll just segue into that. They are they are one of the good dealers here in the area. They do a they do a great job, and and they're they're not there for like I would say like. The old saying about going in for a for an automotive service, and they say you need a transmission flush and a radiator flush and this flush and that flush, and, and essentially it's a wallet flush. So very good. So um, they are one of they are one of the dealers that and and not saying that you shouldn't get that done to your auto. That there are times that needs to be done, and and a good reputable shop will will direct you. They also need to ask you the questions of how you use your boat, how long does it sit. How long is the gas that's in your tank been sitting there? Some people only use their boat and just put out to the put out to the sandbar or go to the to the restaurant and come back. So they they don't use their boat. Um, and I've seen situations where somebody really just just only uses their boat enough to where the gas that's in the boat sits in the tank for more than a year, and and gas to nowadays does not last that long three to six months without any kind of treatment is about all you can expect, um, you know, for the octane not to degrade enough to, to damage the engine. If you try to run the engine under power with, um, with low-octane fuel, it'll detonate the pistons, and then you've, you've got a full-blown overhaul or engine replacement that's going to need to happen. So, but dealers like, you know, uh, an authorized dealer, I mean, there are independent shops that know that do have people that know what they're doing, but when you go to an actual dealer, a factory shop, they they have the factory training, they have the support, they have all the information to get you get you what you need. All right, thank you, Jeff. Jeff, we have Eric on the line who has a question for you. Eric, sure, Eric. Hey, Jeff, how are you? Good. Um, I got a quick one for you. So every time I got a Merc Cruiser uh, 350 mag in the back of my boat, and here recently I actually just had the engine repowered, the whole boat repowered uh, with a brand-new engine. And now every time I hit a little wave, my gauges flicker. I was wondering if you might help me out on uh, being able to find the root cause of that. I disconnected the engine harness and put it back together thinking maybe it was just a loose connection, but I'm still getting my gauges flickering. Well, are all your gauges flickering or just a couple of them? Yeah, they're all flickering at the same time. Okay, most likely related to um, you get a you get a ground and a power. Well, the power source comes from your ignition switch. So, being a right. Mer- Mercury Mercruiser, are you fairly handy where you could look under the dash and 
and at least know a little bit what you're looking at? Sure. Yeah, I could probably get under there and look at it. And so mm-hmm. it's, you think it's in a dash, maybe possibly. Most likely. I mean, the fact you did have the engine replaced, so they've had all that out and back in, then you know there could be a loose connection somewhere at at the engine itself. But there is a main plug yeah. at the engine that if you've taken that off and it looks clean and okay, then I would say the issue is more likely to be up. I would check under the dash. Um, you've got okay. ground wires that go between all the gauges. You also have ignition power yep. wires that go between all the gauges. And I would I would just get to the back of that and physically feel each one and make sure they're tight. Okay. That's where I'll check next. Thank you. Sure. Sure. Thanks, Eric. I do have, I do want to get, before we get to the end of the show here, I did promise you a Yamaha trivia question that we can, we can, uh, you can reach out to us on. Um, Yamaha builds a lot of products. They started off as a, as a, as a, um, an instrument company. And then through the, you know, through different wars and everything, they've, they evolved into other products, uh, into the company it is today, but Yamaha Marine, Yamaha Outboards, um, they were, they were developed and I will at least give you this, that they were developed back probably in the early 60s. So Yamaha is a global company. So where, you know, they did come into the U.S. So what year did Yamaha Outboards enter the U.S. market for sale? So if you can answer that for us, um, uh, we've got a, a T-shirt and a hat that Key Marine is going to give away. So what year did Yamaha Outboards enter the U.S. market and come into the could you actually buy a Yamaha outboard from a dealer in the U.S.? 850-437-1620. 850-437-1620. You are listening to Boat Smart. Jeff Crane sitting in for Stephen Smith. He's the Marine District Service Manager, the area service rep. All your questions and concerns. Oh, we have an answer. It's the wrong answer, though. Okay. Do I say it? Yeah, you can say it. Uh, 1983. No, that's that's um, well. Close, but no cigar. Yes. All right, that's all we're gonna say about that. Keep on trying. Yeah. Eight five zero four three seven one six two zero. We only have just about a minute left, Jeff. Is there something you want to wrap up? With? And would, we and we can we have a next guest coming in uh, for Frisky Friday. But you know, we if we don't get the answer, maybe we can carry over. Sure, sure. You what? bet. I would say on George Stone's program. One of the things they're doing that Yamaha helped them develop was a marine certification program. We actually give marine certifications that the that the students can actually use going into a um, to a job. Actually, by the time they complete that, they can actually get the job as a marine maintenance technician, which means they can do the services on all the boats 